0: Much at this point, like uh, the loss of identity is is like the most important thing. Like the more you step away from identifying with yourself, uh, the more you start seeing the reality at hand. You know, you you're exposed to more um, truth when you step away from the video game in which you've been placed into. You know, or or at least that you've built up. So we would talk a lot about. Well, okay, so let's relate it to art and kind of the drugs and stuff that we were talking about earlier. So I don't think I ever fully finished this. Uh remember when we were leaving the cafe, I had started talking about how drugs are just kind of like a good tool to get you to a place where you're in the now. Mm. You know, so you said you've never done acid uh and you've only done mushrooms like twice, but Acid's are a real frantic drug when you're trying to get things accomplished because you can't think into the future. You can't, like, start creating a scaffolding in which you're trying to accomplish a goal. So you're constantly, like, what was I doing? Oh, that's right, I was fucking getting, you know, my shirt on or whatever. And you're constantly forgetting and constantly trying to remember what you're trying to do for the future mm-hmm. to set up whatever you're trying to do, you know? So the biggest problem with uh, drugs is you, you can't operate in the social context because you can't do anything planning-wise. But the best part about it is, and the reason why I think it works so well to initiate people into the understanding of this shit, is because what it does is it forces you into the now. It says you can't fucking think about the past. You can't think about the future very well. So you at least have more of a focus on what's happening at the moment because you're being bombarded... uh, in so, like, stimulus-wise, you're being bombarded with colors and sounds and music is unbelievable. And, like, that's why the festival of life just really can pull you into this present moment reality, which exposes how powerful a present moment can be. I mean, a lot of people would have to have this experience in that kind of setting because a lot more people are acceptive there. Yeah. Well, and the goofy thing is, obviously... Um, I forget who said it, maybe it's Kafka. Um, Nothing can stand in the way of an idea whose time has come. Hmm. But I think also the opposite is true. Nothing, no idea can come, no matter how much force is exerted on it, if the timing's not right. So uh, I've seen, for me, the timing happened to be right, and there were things standing in my way. You know, my psychological... um, Discomfort with things that were happening around me were all indicators of me not being in a good place, but the timing was right. And so nothing was going to keep me from having this experience. And the drug just kind of helped facilitate or was the catalyst for being in the moment enough to stop behaving based on how other people were viewing me and allowed me to freely express myself for just a fucking moment. If I did it for a second, it was enough for me to surrender to whatever the fuck happened, you know? Mm. And that idea of surrender is super pivotal, but I think also in the opposite direction, shit can happen where it extends people's ability for their ego to run wild for a while because I've seen time and time again now this habit, or not habit, excuse me, this um, thing happens where people see it and they get exposed to it, but their demons are still so strong and they're not willing to do the work that they um stay on that that they it's hard to step out of that social norm. Like I was saying earlier, like it's hard for me, like I know what I want to do, but if I did that a lot would fall apart before it got better. According to who though, you know, and that's the problem is we say, Oh, my parents wouldn't be stoked. And this again is we're viewing our lives through other people's judgments. You know, so I'm worried that my dad would be mad that I would fail in life. Hmm. I'm worried that my girlfriend now has to deal with the struggles that come with us losing the apartment. Hmm. I'm worried about... Because after having the death experience, like, you don't give a fuck. The whole problem you had with dying was you you feel upset about the grieving process that the rest of the people you cared about have to go through now. Hmm. Which, again, is like, if you step back from that, you realize, I don't fucking care. I don't care. About failing. I don't care about dying. I don't care about any of this shit. I'm more worried about how everybody else is going to see it and have to deal with it hmm. than I am with how I ha- I'm still going to keep going. We definitely want to please people. We want to please, and that's the biggest poison is that we can't please everybody. And truly, you can only start pleasing people by relinquishing your ability to make yourself look good all the time. Just hmm. make people happy as opposed to make everybody think you're happy. You know? Oh, yeah. So so let me... I just want to finish that idea that I was kind of getting at because I think it's really important for people to understand how this timing thing is very weird because you don't have any say in the timing, you know? Hmm. So there's... this The portion of surrender has a direct linkage to you can't force this thing, but you have to be actively pursuing it to happen. So I've seen people not ready for the experience and take so many drugs or be exposed to such a platform that's so intense that they f- everybody thinks they fry their brain or whatever. But what's really happening is that you take so many drugs and you see this powerful thing that says, you need to fucking fix your life. And if you're not in a state where you're willing to confront that and lean into it and say, okay, and the way you do it is surrendering and nobody wants to give up control, the ego's fucking unbelievably... Cunning. That's, yeah, that's and so what happens is these people have this experience where they fry, you know, or they're like, oh my god, and then, you know, they can't communicate for a, like a couple days or whatever, and they everybody says, oh, you just overdid it with the drugs. But what's happening is the ego shuts down the brain because it says, fuck, this is my last-ditch effort. I'm going to make you so embarrassed around all your friends that you're going to suck back into. but You have to come back to this so that you can gain a footing back you know and like at least regain a pattern that you had hmm. and what, what, the, what some of the symptoms are like at a festival I've seen this multiple times now is people will say I feel like I wronged everybody at this festival and I need to apologize to everybody hmm. because they they feel uncomfortable with the fact that they did something which realistically what did you do that affected anybody by taking too many drugs yourself yeah. you know you didn't affect anybody around you I mean on a material level, you know, realistically, yes, everything you do is tied into every other thing that happens. There's this butterfly effect, but but from their comprehension, they feel like they did something very bad. And they also feel like everybody at a festival or everybody around them is talking about them, looking at them, judging them so intensely, so so narcissistically, impossibly so, that, that they feel they have to leave the environment because they feel like everybody is judging them and feeling bad. That's that confidence thing too. Yeah. And it's also the, the the discomfort that we were talking about earlier which is like until you um, until you start saying fuck it, I'm okay with being uncomfortable you don't realize how uncomfortable you are. Mm-hmm. You know? And so as you there's this weird yin and yang or a balancing effect with anything you do and with this especially the more shitty your life is going the more receptive you could be for this whole experience but also the more awesome your life goes maybe even after you have the experience the more your ego is also riding those waves of confidence Mm. so you have to realize because after i had my experience i came back and i bought a fucking motorcycle and i told everybody like i fucking know what's going on and i did but i was so inappropriate in the way i dealt with it because i was just like let's fucking do this let's get everything going and your ego also is there sitting there um telling you like good job dude you fucking get it like you're a champ whereas before it was telling you you're nothing and it's not worth living here anymore. Mm. Your life is trash and then you have the experience and now it's still there but it's disguised and you've never seen it this way which is like overconfidence. Like you're a fucking you're a hero, dude. You're like walking amongst the Jesuses of the world. Mm. And you do that too much all of a sudden and now the ego has gotten you on both sides of that fence. So the whole route that you're supposed to take or at least from my view is you have to find that that middle that little thing that inner harmonic that says I don't give a fuck about what's going on out here I just have to listen to this you know because out here people are gonna tell me I'm awesome people are gonna tell me I'm shitty oh yeah Those and if I will judge and if I get into that I start again viewing myself from their perspectives and not from what I hear is true inside okay. you know so um, Society always bases confidence off of other people's opinions. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's definitely something that you should it should be your decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if that because again, like we started this, the more you recede away from the identity, the more you start saying, Do I make these decisions? Hmm. You know, like Is it why, really me making that decision? Exactly. Why are you attracted to making films. Hmm. Maybe you had a cool experience, but why did you have a very powerful experience watching a film and it made you decide, I want to do this? Hmm. And why do some people say, I like stock markets? And why do some people say, I want to do fitness? And why do some people, why do people have these very impacting experiences with certain things, you know, and I still can't find the root of why I decided I behave the way I behave, hmm. why I like the things I like, you know. And so, to me, what I saw was there's this very fine line between free will and um, uh, predestination, you know, or determinism. Where I think it's the same thermometer, but we're just paying attention to hot and cold. We never we negate the whole middle frequency that connects the two you know so free will and um, predeterminism are the same force but we pretend like it has to be one or the other of the opposite poles you know oh, that's just society yeah yeah I but I but I but you know you're either subject to that idea or not you know you're, you either believe that you have saying it or not so like Ron Doss and Alan was again I don't say anything new, I just am stumbling upon these ideas on my own and seeing that other people are reinforcing them. They talk a lot about like when you stop being so responsible for what's happening and you start just observing what's happening and just being there for it and watching as these happenings go on in your life and you just kind of operate on the, okay I feel like doing this but don't clutch it like I, I want to do this and I want this outcome, just more so like okay this is happening, I'm gonna do this. Uh Uh-oh, well this happened, and I predictably thought it could have gone this way, but it didn't. You know, and you start just becoming the observation, you know, all you're doing is using your senses, your eyes, your mouth, your hands, your ears, your nose, to pull in data to upload to this oneness matrix, you know, whatever it is, uh, so that the universe can understand itself through the expression of Daniel Tibbs, or Brett Littlewood, you know, it's and and realizing that we are the same fucking thing, but we've boiled up into what we conceive as individualized factions interacting. How does one experience two? Well, by creating a false software program that creates two. It's the same thing with each hand in a puppet talking to itself. Hmm. You know, but these things trick themselves into identities, and then they get mad and happy and whatever. And then it diversifies the interactions and now the interaction becomes infinite. You know? Hmm. So now that's how the one, you know, we are, I believe, at least from the conceptualization that I can have, we are all one intelligent frequency that has decided or whatever at some point that I want to try being a two. Hmm. You know? And so it created the idea of dichotomy so that one can now experience itself in a different way. Because if there's only oneness, there's no way to identify a different section of you, because the only thing that makes a hand identifiable is that it's not a head. And the only thing that makes that identifiable on both ends is that it's not the same. So if you get rid of the homogenous concept of sentience, you create duality, and then duality now has infinite ways of experiencing itself but it's experiencing it as different selves. Hmm. that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah. So there's this fucking thing going on behind the scenes that once you start seeing it, it starts screaming at you saying, look at this shit. Hmm. You are me. We are the same thing, but you have to start paying attention because if you don't, you get caught up in the whole identity thing. You get caught up in the, well, I'm more important, or this person is who I idolize. Well get real, like, it's the same thing. But you just... So true. You're suffering because you think that you aren't part of this. So true. That... You see that every fucking day by the millions Yeah, of people that want to be other people and... The hater society, man. They are the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you are the same as this person. They just... They're in a different, different standpoint, point, you know? And again, this is where it boils down to when your outer world is what creates your inner feelings, you become nothing more than reactions to what happens externally. But once you stop being a person that just reacts to what happens outside and you start becoming the person who acts on their own free will, well the outside world just, it works in both ways. If you are nothing but reactionary, well you are going to be subject to whatever happens to you. You're constantly trying to dodge bullets and try and steal some money here and make some money here and plan for the future and yada yada. but if you stop that whole thing and you start saying okay I'm going to now be the initial action well as physics would say every action has an opposite and equal reaction so you're going to start outwardly building waves as opposed to just receiving all these waves Hmm. now you're, you're your own transmitter as opposed to an antenna for receiving Hmm. And you now get to cause things in your life, you know, and this is where the law of attraction comes in. Over the years, it's been turned into a pyramid scheme where everybody's like, I want to think about a Lamborghini and get a fucking Lamborghini. But that's not what's happening. What's happening is once you start realizing your inner world is what dictates your outer world, because you've found that center line and you say, okay, well, what What do I want? How do I want to behave? You know, this integrity starts getting built and you start seeing this process, these weird little tiny things that we experience today, the synchronicities, hmm. um, are peas, they're water drops in a bucket, you know? It's just like a little indicator of like, holy shit, you're doing something right. But then that imagine that- That so was scary. It was weird, right? Yeah. Imagine that now extrapolated months down the line if you have leaned into this faith process where you've been making huge gambles, sociologically speaking, as to setting up your life. You, you know, cash out your 401k and you quit your job without any prospect and you just say, okay, I want to see where this love thing goes. I want to see where this feeling takes me as opposed to where I think I should go. Hmm. Where does this feeling take me now that I've seen these weird little idiosync... Or not idiosyncrasies, but synchronicities. Where, what happens when that starts building steam, you know? And that's where you get into the fucking... Uh, what's his name? Virgin, Virgin Mobile guy. Uh, Bronson. Right, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like the happiest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. And he is... One of the richest motherfuckers in the world, dude, is because he probably... I haven't met him, but you see in him something different. He's not one of those, like, I stole all this money off the stock market kind of guys. You know? he uh, I actually have him on my LinkedIn, and he always posts very spiritual and, like, uplifting quotes. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's he's very different from your typical billionaire. Right, sure. right. And so that's that potentially is a place that you can go to if you completely lean into this shit, you know? And I'm not saying that everybody was expo- is supposed to be a billionaire. I think everybody is supposed to thrive, no question. Everybody is supposed to be thriving beyond what we even can com- comprehend here. Hmm. Most of we, we have our middle frequency for what it is to be okay in our in our culture is fucked beyond all belief. It's way subpar. Oh yeah, and I think that every human being is supposed to be optimally expressing what it is to be Daniel, to be Brett, to be Richard, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think that that only comes with leaning into the faith. And predictability, like we said, creates Alzheimer's. It doesn't create billionaires. It doesn't create happiness. Hmm. Predictability just creates st- stability and non-thought ability. You don't have to think if you have a, a, a pattern. 100%. You know? Exactly. So if you break the autopilot and you start taking the risk and saying, okay, well, let's fucking do something that's out of the norm, then that's when shit happens, you know? Mm.